Yeah. And then Jen Bloke tells us all about the fucking Greggs, the Sony Greggs, PS Greggs. <laughs> it is pretty tasty. I've not had it myself yet, but it Do does you know, look to be an interesting little item. It would have been where... better if they'd done it with the Xbox, because they could have called it the Greggs box. The X is two sausage rolls, one on top of the other. The circle is a donut. That's it's like that's the sandwich. The sandwich is basically a square, and I've, I'm not sure what it is they've done for the triangle. I can't quite remember. But the weirdest thing was is not just the fact that it existed, but also uh, Dave from PlayStation Access doing an unboxing review of it. Right. Okay. And, and somehow, somehow, he managed to keep a straight face for the entire video. Yeah, I'm sorry. It sounds about as awkward to eat as a Toblerone. I just don't understand. Like, I like Toblerone. Who, who puts Greg's with your place? I don't know. Well, people are vaping it, so you know. I mean, oh wait, that's it. I mean, the last Speaking... thing you want, the last thing you want with a white controller is to be eating greasy food. Speaking of <laughs> the uh, <laughs> fucking fast food and gaming, uh, KFC Gaming have started a, a giveaway where uh, if you say why you deserve it, you can win like a ten grand gaming setup with like a PS5 and Xbox Series X, a big fancy gaming PC and shit. Send me the link because I fucking love KFC, especially that fucking. You, double yeah, you just have to tweet. You just have to tweet why you deserve it with like a certain hashtag, and then there you go. Uh, Do you know what the hashtag is? <laughs> can't remember. No, just keep saying check, a certain hashtag. If you check on the the KFC, oh uh, yeah, I'm not eliminating the competition. Let's see. If you check on the KFC <laughs> game and Twitter account, what, what, uh, you can what, see there. Let's see. Uh, ha- hashtag, give me that shit. And my reason is, I want to annoy all three fan bases of consoles, PCs, at the same time by owning all three. My reason is, I haven't eaten a you KFC. You just forgot about the Switch and mobile. 20 years. Yeah, and I don't, I'm just going to start eating those. them again, because you're going to get me PC stuff. <laughs> oh, no. All I'm getting Such from a the KFC. Snob. Why do you not like the... KFC or Mackey's? Excuse me, I just... Only just went back to eating. First off, because McDonald's is trash. It's not even real food. Don't even start me. Oh, Second I'll off, you there. KFC has been in about fucking ten years, fifteen. It's not years. even real food. Anything is real food as long as you're not a you're fucking not pussy. Zemblock, you might want to deconnect your mic. Connect your mic. Oh God. Again. <laughs> First off, you can talk to me like that when you haven't had a fucking vegan Greg sausage roll, you fucking little cretin. Second off, I've not had a vegan Greg sausage roll. I had a Linda McCartney sausage roll. I don't even know what that is. Sounds disgusting. We didn't have the vegan one when I'm doing that video. Anyway, I'm going to mute Zenblock until we figure this out. Just roll intro. It's working again, yay! I kept on trying to say you should look at the Twitter account because basically their last few posts have got nothing to do with the competition, but what they have got 
is crocheted version of their food items from their menu. Oh, come on, a, a, cro a little crochet. You know, I can understand if they're crocheting them for like little dog chooses or something like that, but it's like, here, give your kids oh God, what they want for their Christmas dinner. A crocheted set of uh, KFC food. Right, he's rather me fucking crochet the intro for God's sake. Yeah, you can piece that Davies, together. Gentlemen, <laughs> guys, balls, and all variations of the species, welcome to a very special episode. First episode in two weeks of the unmonetizable, <laughs> the official podcast of the Fault Protocols. Two weeks, you were off the third week. It's three weeks for you. <laughs> My name is Captain Privilege, and with me, for no choice of their own, are. Grandmaster Tech back after three weeks. Yeah, three weeks. It's been uh, interesting. It's been weird. And, it's like a daydream. Yagi. Uh, and Yagi. Oh, yeah. So normally you, see, normally you see Yangi young. I was ex I was waiting for the young part. Ah, uh, well, you're getting old. Hello. I didn't cheat on you with the gunslingers and street racers podcast while we were all away. <laughs> That's <laughs> uh, quite all right. We're not a polygamal uh, podcast polygamal. here. <laughs> that sounds like some sort of drug. Yeah. That's the one. Polygamal you sounds like some sort of chemical. Like, use all new polygamal. Sexual preferences. Who cares? And of course, uh, the the sage old wise man himself, Mister Simple. I'm sorry. That was that was just horrible. I just called you old. How can you call anybody old, you yeah, fucking I boomer? Mean, hello. I was trying to God. contrast it between Yagi Young being too young and Zembok being a, a wise sage. Yeah. I'll have you know, I I'm am like a solid I'm like the bowl 20. of porridge in, in the Big Bear Seuss. I'm just right, motherfucker. That's exactly, that's it, my man, that's it. You keep me on track, keep me on track. Uh, but we have been on track for the past couple of weeks, folks, so I do apologise, but uh, life comes at you fast and gets in the motherfucking way, so it's tough titties. And hard cheese and uh, slightly melted weather's originals, to be quite honest. But we're back on track. Back on track. And if you're unaware, folks, this is the only show in the galaxy that expertly dissects your primitive planet's curatable culture in the form of trending and topical tat of the week. Still sounds like and skin cream. Certainly some trending and topical tat happening. Trending uh, and topical tat sounds like skin cream. What? You know, you could attach like, that. Yeah, it just sounds like skin cream made it a fucking other flakes of people's skin. Ew. I was Ew. maybe thinking skin cream made out of leftovers of other skin cream, but yeah. Well, speaking of flakes, the uh, beauty slash influencer slash TikTok community has been flaking out over the, the greatest trifecta of drama to come this half of the year as uh, one <laughs> James Charles, Trisha Paytas and Charlie D'Amelio have been going at it. Uh, now, I believe this all stemmed from a YouTube video uh, where the D'Amelios are doing like dinner with the D'Amelios and uh, Charlie had made some statement about wishing 2020 would last longer so that they could reach 100 million on TikTok. Uh, there was another uh, thing where she like ate snails and didn't receive it well. I saw him. Yeah, but well, that's not, you know, fucking, geez, who, who likes eating snails? What are we, French? Uh, God, same blokes fucking away again. Uh, but what happened in the internet went fucking at uh, Charlie and decided to ruin her 100 million dash by losing her over 1 million subs. 
Uh, the, also just and completely were fucking abusive and toxic to her and she's like yeah. 16 years old like as Jesus pretty Christ. Gross. As give pretty her a fucking gross. break like uh, apart from anything see the, the the snail thing i mentioned it was a part of a fucking scripted show and the like chef that cooked it done it specifically for that sort of reaction because, because it was all planned stuff yeah, yeah. Yeah, I know. Uh, the people just looking for an excuse to hate on the champ, hate on the TikTok champ mm. over here, and uh, it was uh, no, no fucking expense spared, no one spared. Sorry, uh, when it comes to the Queen bitch bee of running her mouth, Trisha Paytas decided to go for the drop kick uh, and get stuck in about Charles Emilio mm. via James Charles. Trisha Paytas, more like Trisha pain in the ass. Hey! Pay for, uh, pay for ta ass. But what they then decided to do... That's what our OnlyFans is uh, called. Yeah. <laughs> Zembo, you seem to be okay again. Uh, what they then decided right, I was to getting do... the other headphones just in case. I'd <laughs> maybe <laughs> just go with them, see if it's that. Uh, but, so then Trisha decided to go in on Charlie via James Charles, implying that it was creepy that James Charles, the like early 20s social media influencer was hanging around with uh, Charlie D'Amelio. Now, that would probably be all fine and dandy if James Charles wasn't gayer than a Saturday night out at CC's. Uh, what the fuck? Like, what? Okay. There is nothing wrong with a Saturday night out at CC's coming no, from someone who goes to wrong with it. I said it was gay as hell. I... <laughs> To be not, CC Blooms is fucking straight as shit at the minute. There's just loads of straight girls that are like, oh my god, I want a gay best friend. Haha, ha, I love drag race. I'm going to go see all these drag performers. And yeah. see, this is why we get the youngling in here, because he can keep my shitty old references on par. <laughs> right? Okay, so what's the happening last gay time, bar then? Last time I went to CC Blooms, I was there with my friend Matt and we ended up uh, on like this table ledge thing uh, above everyone else. Uh, and some random woman slapped her asses. Yeah, see, this this is the thing, and right? Matt touched a bald yeah. guy's bald spot on his head. <laughs> <laughs> That's the bit you take away. That's quite funny. That's this, never going to go well for you. This is the funny <laughs> thing. About, this is the funny thing about CCs, though, is the fact that like I've heard from so many lassies that go there that oh we we go to CCs to see if we can turn the gay guy straight. Oh wow! God almighty! <laughs> can you say it's something any more unenlightened? Yeah, you know I mean, <laughs> it's like so you're literally taking this as a challenge. So well, you know and the, some and women can be like, yeah, like I know, the but challenge of a bad I know, boy. But it's like, like fuck you, out. I'll shag your brother. It's like <laughs> the thing is though, it's like, wait a minute, you get offended when a guy oh, comes up to you in a club and acts interested in you, but you will quite happily go to a gay bar to try and turn a gay guy straight. <laughs> what? Oh, it's always the <laughs> thing back of my club in these women. The amount of times I saw a wee gaggle of asses with their shoes off, dancing around a handbag. Giving it the big, look at us, aren't we sick? Don't you want us? And then any bloke, any bloke that would get even like a meter of them instantly shot down in yeah. flames. Pervert, get away! <laughs> Honestly, the only person that's ever been like almost turned me straight is any guy called Hamish. Ew. I just don't <laughs> like that name. <laughs> what? what? I will admit that's wow. probably one of those names you don't want to mutter during an evening of enjoyment. Oh, yeah. Hamish. <laughs> <laughs> Hold on, let me start quoting some poetry to you, right? <laughs> oh, God. Well... <laughs> Hamish, have you seen Finley? Yes, he's with Crawford. 
<laughs> God. Uh, well, uh, Trisha Paytas is Sebastian. I'm trying to segue here, but I can't get away from all these pride and pride and prejudice fucking names rattling through you. <laughs> right. Uh, so, well, you just cut out there. That was perfect. John. <laughs> Dorothy. Dorothy, right, okay. Oh. Uh, yeah, there is no place like home. Uh, fuck it. Imagine shagging that Dorothy. <laughs> oh. You just call her Dotty. Big Dot. <laughs> big Dot, that's even worse. What? Big Dotty. To the last thing you want is the Big Dot. <laughs> oh. Big Dot sounds like a fucking, like a 50s bombshell dominatrix. Fifties. <laughs> <laughs> oh, <God>. 50s? <laughs> okay, said, right, anyway. You no can't see Big Dot in the area, Kilda. It's <laughs> <laughs> uh, got one of the gas masks, so it makes you smell it. Anyway, we're getting too far. Here. I'll show you a bomb drill. No. Okay. From age-old generations to the latest generations, as uh, we do have a uh, perfect little fucking nuance one v one here. Ready to go, folks. Outside of a bomb shelter, thank fuck. But I do believe <laughs> Mr. Zenblock can speak for all us winners on the uh, Sony side and the PS5 release. And uh, Mr. Yang Young can, you know, make up whatever he can in mileage to try and get the hex comp- box. Oh, yeah. That, hey, at least we made more than seven fucking consoles. Yeah, because they release one every year and call it the same thing. <laughs> I know. Like, <laughs> <laughs> right, okay. I want to just tell you a challenge here, right? Uh, anyone but Yangi can answer, okay? Okay. What is this Xbox called? Depends which one you mean, because there are two skews of it. Yeah. <laughs> okay. Am I, am I, the, one, am I the one giving Zemblok? the real answer? We'll, just, no, we'll disqualify Zemblok for that one. For the... Tech, can you tell me the name of the current Xbox gen ca- new gen console? Um, going by their naming convention in the past, I'm going to say, uh, brand new Xbox Series One X that looks exactly like last year's One X, but is now the new One X that looks much like the Obelisk from 2001. Right, I, was, so, I was just trying to try and make that point there. It's, uh, no, it's called the Xbox Series X, uh, yeah. but I have so it's not the One X, X. No, yeah. it's just the Series X, yeah. yeah. Uh, but there's been non-stop confusion. <laughs> okay. I've been watching podcasts and people Xbox. talking about it. And yeah, they can't, they like, like, the Xbox X1, you actually I think it should have been called Infinity. Yeah, like, yeah, I, I, yeah, I don't disagree. Like, like, um, it's like Windows 10. They're not making any other versions of Windows. They're not going to 11, right? So Windows 10 is now Windows. So it should just be called Windows. Right, well, I mean, you I know, would get you guys like, to argue you know. which one's better, but we obviously know it's going to be the PlayStation. So we'll give Yagi the consolation prize, and he can talk to us about his life. Remember, remember when the Xbox right, series yeah. was announced, and then everyone in the news were like, oh, look at the fucking size of it. <laughs> Isn't it huge? Oh, my God. And then the PS5. Okay, no, bigger. I, I will not argue yeah, with you there. Look, look, right. Bigger is better in many ways, Yangi. You should know that. You I, know? I actually will not argue with Yangi there. Probably a hot take, but I just think the PS5 looks ugly as sin. Yeah, no, it's not a hot like, take, to be fair. Once we've actually seen it in the live and flesh and, and put yeah. these videos, it does kind of look like yeah, a fucking as monster. Someone that did the, as someone that did the unboxing after being first in line at his uh, favourite store, uh, yeah. <laughs> the video and the whole thing, I have to say, the videos don't do it justice. 
It's like they've, really they, don't. they've taken two clams and like flipped the lids back to front and put a console here. in the middle. Although my wife did say when she saw it sitting there the next morning, she said, I don't mind it, but it annoys me because I can't fold it shut properly. <laughs> yeah, it, it, it's, like, it's like the console that doesn't neatly fit on a shelf. Oh my god, yeah. it's like an accordion! It's a very bent accordion. <laughs> All right, okay. Well, fucking Xbox is like a little mini fridge, so sharp. It'd be cooler if it wasn't. Did you actually see the, the fridge is that uh, Xbox gave out? They gave yeah. one. Yeah. They made a fridge and they made a mini. And they fridge. gave one to like Snoop Dogg, and they've got a couple others at the good. Oh, I bet they made a fridge Jesus. and a mini fridge, Yangi. Of course they did. What did they name <laughs> that Xbox Mini S One Fridge X Three Sixty? The freezer. <laughs> It's where you hide your bodies of all the PS5 fans. You see, Xbox really likes to go for their their big black box, right? So what they really should have called it, right? They should have called it the Xbox Vanta. Ooh, the Vanta box. Because that's because that's the blackest black. Yeah, they yeah they totally wait a minute. Yeah, they totally missed a trick. They totally missed a trick there by calling it the Vanta box because then you've got a better advantage over everybody else. Yeah, the ads write themselves. Exactly. (laughs) I mean, let's be real. With the way they advertise fucking gaming consoles, like, have you seen the Xbox advert where it's this guy just flies out a woman's fanny after being born and then shoots through that guy aging up and lands in the grave. Yeah, that's yeah, not advertising. That, that that's like Xbox. Microsoft's weird porn fetish. That's, that's, uh, that's from the PlayStation Three. That's <laughs> that was an old, Xbox old, old advert. <laughs> right. Okay. Can we start fighting about which advert it was and start fighting about Hard which console's better here, guys? Okay. No. Right. Well, well, I don't need a fight. I'm, I'm happy where I am. In marketing. <laughs> <laughs> right. Zemble, give us a, give us a rundown. Which experience with it so far? Give us your your thoughts. Your your. It is. It is smooth, it is quiet, it is nice to look at, uh, but most of all, it's the controller. That's the yeah. most next-gen bit about it. Honestly, got that dual sense. It's like, you watch the video, when I first put my head around it, mm-hmm. I, it's like, I didn't, you know, I just, hold. It really, honestly, God, it feels so different, but weirdly, did they uh, really did, familiar. Did they finally mm-hmm. fix the battery issue with all the lights? The battery will run differently depending on the application you are running. Ah, so if, you're playing, I, yeah. if you're playing Astrobot and you've got all the bells and whistles running, then you will burn through the battery quicker. But if you're playing just a basic, like, say, driving game, and you've got the the haptics down to minimal and you put the light down to minimal and all the rest of it, mm. then obviously the battery will last longer. It is a bigger, it is a bigger, more efficient battery than the predecessor, but the controllers haven't to do a lot more stuff. Oh, yeah. So it's kind of... So it's basically, they give it with one hand and take it away with the other. Yeah. So how are the uh, haptics? That's that's one of the main takeaways I'm hearing for folks. They are so effective. Like, uh, I'm being blasted my way through bug snacks, Mm. and when you walk through water, you you feel the resistance of walking through water. it shouldn't cool. work, but it does. So for anybody that doesn't know it's listening, uh, the haptic trigger feedback, as it's called, I do believe, uh, is quite literally where when the um, the toggle sticks, I think, and the, the R2, L2 uh, shoulder pad buttons do actually fight back and push back 
Oh, that's quite um, cool. So, like, if your character's be, running up against the wall, the you can't really control it. And the motors inside that do the rumbling. Because it's yeah. not just... Yeah. It's like, you turn it off. variation. Yeah, you can turn it off. Okay, there's that's good. Because, like, I imagine... How it rumbles and where it rumbles. Yeah. I imagine there's people that are, like, you know? obviously have, like, issues with their fingers and stuff that might struggle with... Uh, well, I personally, yeah, that was so. one of my worries when I first heard about it. I thought, oh, that sounds cool. And then I was instantly like, I'm turning that the fuck off. Because <laughs> I, I, no, I genuinely do get, like, some, some issues with uh, like my work and what have you. I've had repetitive strain and injury and stuff like yeah, that. Yeah, I can, I can understand I, that. I mean... Uh, it's, very, stiff fingers uh and that can be a issue for atrophy yeah imagine imagine the amount of people that have that don't know about that function and they're playing a game and they keep thinking (laughs) their controller's broken so they just lob it like fucking buttons not working ah smash well that's the thing i mean death loop apparently has a feature where if the gun jams in the game it got it Jams in your controller. Yeah, yeah totally. Yeah, that's what like. Click, click, click. That sounds cool. Yeah. But I can see a lot of controllers getting rabbied straight into the wall for <laughs> yeah, that. Exactly. You bastard. <laughs> I don't know. I don't know if it'll get rammed right into the wall, considering as I'm far as I'm told, I've not looked at the prices yet for the controllers. But eighty dollars last I heard. So about I think they be like quid. seventy quid, yeah. Yeah, yeah sixty seven. Oh, it was it was tricky. Like, are you gonna chuck seventy quid yeah. at the bar? I don't it, think it depends so. how many times it's gonna catch the goddamn bullet just some about to show them. <laughs> Is it as comfortable as an Xbox controller though? Because that's actually I've had with the PS4 well, PS3 so. controller and stuff. Is the I would Xbox easily say more so the PlayStation the simple fact controller is like cooler. It always has more features, but damn it's Always yeah. uncomfortable. But the ergonomics on the underside of the sticks, legs, arms, whatever you want to call them, honest to God, it's so comfortable. See, not like... only that, but just the joy, the wonderness of fucking symmetrical sticks. Thank you, gaming gods. I can't get down with offset sticks. Well, see that that was I hate my, symmetrical sticks. That was that was my main problem with the Xbox controller. It was not the day with how comfortable it was to hold, but I'm kind of like proud with the whole RSI thing. So trying to move your hand on certain games to use the stick was actually painful. So it was just like, yeah. nah, let me use a different controller. But Xbox didn't come with different controllers. This is really <laughs> like interesting that. because that's just like one of the biggest points I've heard is literally the differences in the controllers for yeah, folk. Yeah. And what's really interesting to me is like I'll, I, you know, I play along, I play about a little, you know, and say like, "Ooh, fucking Xbox, new PlayStation, yay!" But in all reality, it has always came down to for me the fact that I can hold a PlayStation remote, I know exactly where all the buttons are, and it's not a strain. It only becomes a strain if I've been playing for X amount of time and get a little too, you know, grippy on it. But mm-hmm. anything above that, relax, take it, put it down for a minute. Whereas if I t- touch other controllers that are a little more um, confusing or what have you, yeah, same thing. Yeah, 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 the, only yeah. Time, the only time I've ever felt strain with a PlayStation controller is playing Heavy Rain. And that's when you've got like one of those cutscenes where you have to hold down this key, then the mm. other key, then the other key, then this key, and you have to hold down the stick, and then you have to whittle down. Yeah. Hold down yeah. The yeah. And before no. you know it, you've got playing twister with your fingers, yeah. your thumb, and you've got your bloody nose pressed against one of the other controls. <laughs> yeah. Like, I think the, uh, the <laughs> Xbox well, yeah, controller for me is where the the the, the D pad is is where the comfort lies because having my my left thumb on the left thumbstick, being able to move around and stuff. And then quickly switch to the D-pad back and forth is just way easier, like going down the way than going up the way to try and find it. Also, the Xbox D-pad's like a connected, you know, 
Well, now it's eight buttons because there's uh, the the diagonal directions yeah, to the yeah. new one. Whereas the PS4 is just like they're connected, but they're not like connected in the middle. Yeah, like, you're dying sort of off there, mate. Yeah, yeah I was I was looking at my other controller. Uh, yeah, and also the new Xbox controller is really comfy. It's got uh, textured triggers and bumpers and uh, matte finish and you know uh, gripped grips and stuff. It's very nice. <laughs> nice, good. See, the thing. it played for you? Sorry, tech. No, sorry. No, no, no. Let's carry on. Carry on. Uh, yeah. How's it playing though? Uh, very, very good. I'm still using my my Xbox One controller because I, oh, you know, obviously they're all backwards and forwards compatible with each other, mm. uh, and it's a custom Cyberpunk one that I, I really like. But I used it a bit. The battery life and it lasts ages, which was the main issue with Xbox One controllers. Mm. Right. And then, I mean, my main Xbox One controllers, I've got like a, a charging station for them well, anyway. So yeah, that was that was the other issue I had with the Xbox controllers that actually pissed me off more than anything else. Like, at least PlayStation controllers have an internal battery. I hate fucking replacing batteries in controllers. I hate yeah. like, I know PlayStation th- controller then. Well, it's like, I know they gave, I know they said, oh, you can buy the actual battery pack for the controller instead of putting batteries in it all the time. But it's like, yeah, but you have to buy that. It's, I think it's one, an optional one extra. Area where there's <laughs> a, the, the obvious board of contention as far as both systems are concerned is the uh, problem of how much memory they have. For the Xbox, it's like, yes, it has technically a larger memory, but also has a much more expansive operating system with many more bells and whistles to take up yeah, more space and yeah, therefore that's more, commu- more computing power. But you can buy the little memory stick that will give you another terabyte or 500 gig, I forget which. Uh, but then people think of that as a solution for the half-sized memory of the Xbox Series S. Unfortunately, because you spend half the money to buy an S, because you're getting half the power, at, well, not half the power, but half the memory, and you're not getting all the bells and whistles, that means when you buy that memory stick to bring the memory up to what you would have in the X, that you've actually spent roughly with the same money as <laughs> yeah, the X. Yeah, exactly. But then PlayStation... <laughs> I put in a slot to put in, like, you know, the SD, uh, not SD, sorry, the um, the solid state drive memory. Yeah, the NV- NVMe drive. Name that I can never get right because it's just a bunch of numbers and letters. Yeah, N- NVMe um, drive, I think, if yeah. I remember right. Indeed, but there's different values of them. So yeah. it's like, ugh. So, yes, you've got the slot, you can open it up and it's easily accessible and all the rest of it. Unfortunately... As of yet, there isn't a hard, there isn't firmware in the machine that can run that extended yeah, memory, and yeah. they haven't even said which extended memory is the right one no. to buy. That that uh, that's like, definitely an issue. And yet, and here's the kicker: Jim Ryan, in his infinite wisdom, and I've already made met a video about Jim Ryan and how rubbish he is, <laughs> um, has said like we haven't heard anything from anybody decrying the lack of memory, even though the internet has roughly been on fire for for about, ooh, three months? Mm-hmm. <laughs> yeah. Hey, Jim, I haven't heard anything about it, mate. No, see, that, this, this, this is a weird thing about it, right? Regardless as to whether it's an Xbox or a PlayStation, right? If you've got a processor, graphics card, memory, and a hard drive that are all balanced and tuned to run with each other smoothly, and you've got very little buffered data going back and forth between all of those devices, your system will run 
better than somebody that's got a fuckload of memory, a shite hard drive, and a reasonably decent processor. Mm. Like yeah. the old, some of the oldest computers I've ever worked on that have been perfectly balanced run better <laughs> than a lot of modern PCs that get thrown off the shelf for like PC World and shit. Yeah. So what has to be said though, when it comes to the memory issue of the PlayStation, and I say this is a PlayStation fan, hmm. although technically speaking, it is clearly not enough because even though it says on the box it's 825 gig, you only get something like 623 or something. Yeah. Because of the because operating of the, uh, the operating space, system. Like that, However, yeah. on the flip side of that, it is fair to say that because it is a special uh, SD drive for the PlayStation, it's their own preparatory tech, which means its seek speeds are so fast you don't need to have the doubling or tripling or multiples versions of any given asset because yeah, it's able yeah, to see those assets so quickly. So in theory, you don't need to have files for games be as large as they were. No. Mm. See, so that, it, it gets <laughs> famous yeah. words. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> See that yeah. when the next Red Dead comes out or you know <laughs> fucking here's well, the, the, the latest <laughs> Call of Duty is like it's a chunky boy. Yeah. Oh, I have yeah. heard that. Well, it's like um, I recently, I recently done a wee bit of an upgrade on my PC. I put an NVMe drive in it uh, for the games. And the funny thing is with the NVMe drive is it's not running the operating system, but because the games are actually running more efficiently with that drive, the rest of the system speeds up. Mm. It's, it's weird just putting that bit... Do you know what I, mm -hmm. I like about the Xbox, though? Uh, quick resume. You can have multiple games running at once. Yeah, I've been hearing about this. Like, uh, quick resume, and uh, like uh, it has some sort of stored power in it in the unlikely or, or godly event that it's, the power um, gets cut off or what have you. It's, quick start. It's very similar to Windows Sleep State. Um, mm. I mean, can, I then, yeah. A quick resume, I mean, like, you can have, like, th you can have, a, I think it's, like, up to three games open at a time, yeah. and you can just switch between them instantly. It's great. Yeah. It's, it's basically, it's like, it's like, uh, what was that, uh, state save, almost. It puts, the, puts the program into a sleep state, but it basically saves that current memory, it saves that current memory to the hard drive, and then reloads it immediately when you want to play it again. It sounds good, but it also sounds really bad. Like, I know, like, even just thinking about Yangi sitting there playing one game and going, ah, fuck it, I'll play another game. I'm going, ah, fuck it, I'll play another game. <laughs> As opposed to sitting there going, ah, oh, fuck it, I'll I'm play another game. Well, wait, I'd probably have to pull that one up and download any update or right, oh, fuck, you know, maybe I kind of be arsed. But actually having three games simultaneously <laughs> running, slightly or like in the background, just ready to go, that's, oh, I don't know, well, man. It sounds really good. like to me, that's actually quite uh, an attractive feature because I know one of the biggest problems I have when I go to start playing another game is, oh, shit, you know, I have to download it. Oh, I need to go get the disc. Oh, da, 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 da. Obviously, like you, you can you can do it with some games, and you can't do it with others. Like if you do it in say GTA Online or Red Dead Online, you get timed out over time because that's what yeah. those games yeah. do anyway. Uh, I don't think it works with Minecraft at the minute. It's like so select games, uh, and it's like you know the, you have to have opened it before anyway. And then if you close, yeah, but like single player RPGs. Yeah. And Thing stuff, is, yeah. uh, you, you can switch between Fallout Four and Networks. Yeah, yeah that it works. only suits a very particular type of gamer, though, boys. 
because mm. there's a lot of gamers, and I count myself among this particular type of gamer, that only ever has would be like, at best, three games most of the time, two games going at any given time. And yeah. those two games are generally the one I'm playing at single player and the one I'm playing that's multiplayer. Well, that's the thing, you can still always, you'll still always have the single player one, so as soon as you're done with multiplayer, you can just uh, press the Xbox yeah. game button, press because, it I mean, in the I fucking game, the... and then you're immediately in it. Yeah. Uh, I still play the Division 2, and, hmm. you know, it's like, right now I'm playing Bug Snacks, and those two games have got very, very different control schemes. Well, I hope so, yeah. So, the one of the things is, like, is remembering the various control schemes. I mean, like, yeah. if you've been playing the Division for a long time, and then you decide to plop in, like, Grand Theft Auto Five For the first 10, 15 minutes or so, depending <laughs> how flexible your brain is, sometimes you might get it a bit quicker, sometimes it might take you longer. But you have to sort of, like, remember how to control it again. Now, yeah, you know it's, it's games like... While. It's games like going between something like Watch Dogs and GTA, where the controls are different, but it's a similar type of game. Yeah. Yeah, or uh, or Red Dead in GTA, it's the same company. It's pretty much almost exactly the same controls, but you try to whistle on your fucking car. <laughs> yeah, totally. <laughs> yeah, you see exactly what I'm talking about. Yeah, exactly. Like, I, I can't deny there has been points in the past where I've been playing uh, like Minecraft, Elite Dangerous, and you know some other game or whatever. Um, but like, <clears throat> I'll have Minecraft on one screen, and I'm waiting for my machines to process something. And then I've got Elite Dangerous on the other screen that I'm waiting for my ship to travel to the next star. And then I've got something like a shitty little DOS game or something like that playing on my main screen that I'm just fanning away with. And it's like, oh, look, my ship's arrived at the star. Right, quickly jump to the next one. Oh, my machine's finished processing. Dump some more in there. Back to the shitty game. You know? <laughs> but mm. yeah, when, it, when going through drastic stuff like that, it's like you go over to Elite Dangerous and I'm pushing the fucking I key for the inventory. And I'm like, oh, wait a minute. Oh, yeah. No, I need to look at the other screen. And then I find myself trying to look at the other screen in Elite Dangerous by turning my chair around. Like, <laughs> wait a minute. <laughs> this is not fucking... This oh, is not a full VR setup yet. <laughs> going between uh, Super Hot in VR and then uh, Drunken Darfight. That's an interesting one. <laughs> like, everybody's still moving. <laughs> Drunken Darfight co-op is so much fun, by the way. Well, like, I was just... For a drunken bar fight out of the pair of years talking about these consoles, but alas, <laughs> <laughs> it's a lot more civil, I do believe. Uh, but speaking of a civil and matters of suitage, uh, the, most, uh, <laughs> the most litigious situation of the year is going down, uh -oh. guys. Okay, oh god, this is the case the trial of the century, uh, as it is the revenge of the Vardy. No, I'm going to have to break this down a little bit for you, I'd imagine. Uh, just over a year ago, very close to bang on a year ago, uh, the phrase was, the immortal phrase was uttered, it's dot 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 dot, Rebecca Vardy. Who? And Tech Who? might remember this. You remember this, Tech? Uh, very vaguely. You'll have to remind <laughs> me. <laughs> okay, so... This is the mate, this is like the plot to a fucking 007 spin-off, I'm telling you. Colleen Rooney, Wayne Rooney's partner. You know Wayne Rooney, the famous English footballer, Wayne Rooney, so hot right now, Shag's Granny's Wayne Irish. Rooney. Can I speak? Yeah. Oh, no, he just sounds a bit uh, so his wife had been complaining and noticing that a lot of her 
private information or private uh, locations and what have you and stuff was getting mm -hmm. leaked to the press. And uh, unbeknownst to everyone on her timeline, she had actually set out on a, 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 a espionage mission to slowly but surely disseminate misinformation, disinformation, oh, and limit oh. the amount of people who could see Oh, yeah, I remember that shit now. Okay. Uh, and, and doing so had managed to narrow down uh, the group of suspects to roughly about five, four or five people on her timeline who had access to these private stories. Uh, those people weren't aware that they were the only ones who could view these stories. <laughs> and so when she leaked false information, uh, and that false information then made it to the papers, she decided to take to Twitter, and a tweet longer, a twit longer, or whatever you call it, uh, writing a huge big article about how she, you know, uh, done this absolute genius fucking galaxy-brained espionage mission uh, to figure it out, and at the very end of it, said uh, she reckons she knew who it was, that it's dot, 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 Rebecca Vardy, uh, wife and or girlfriend of another uh, famous footballer, uh, someday Vardy, Paul Vardy, De Derek Greg Vardy, Graham Vardy, what are the Vardy, just get some kind of called Jamie Vardy. Vardy. Uh, I now have my breakfast. That's the one, Jamie. Jamie, breakfast. What? Yeah, so I ordered bus stop cafe. Oh we can tell. We can hear the rustling. Because uh, I'm a, a cowboy. What are you saying, Zemblok? Is there a car dealership called Vardy? Car called Vardy. What? Car dealership. Yeah, Reg Vardy. That's Ooh, the one. Yeah. Maybe, maybe related. Maybe it's a Oh, Maybe the cars or something. Never mind. So, <laughs> yeah, sell, selling you cars and false stories at the same time. The yeah. reason this has come back up is because a year later, uh, Rebecca Vardy uh, has, this, uh, after receiving some pretty disgusting messages and death threats and rape threats, uh, because of this, maybe a bit far, uh, like, but yeah, yeah, decided to. Uh, she's fucking soon, Colleen Rooney. <laughs> <laughs> Defamation <laughs> to court. <laughs> uh, and her her lawyers outlawed, uh, outlined a pretty decent case as to how this was. You know, you've literally just accused her of something in front of millions of people on your social media. Uh, whereas uh, Rooney's lawyers, the classic comeback, well, she never said it was her. She just said it was her account. But this one, I just, I don't know. I, I thought it was a nice little throwback to anybody that can remember. Uh, it's been listening longer than a year. That would impress me even more. Um, I've but, only been yeah. listening for the past three months. So. <laughs> You've been listening at all. I'd be very <laughs> shocked and surprised. Uh, so, what's our take on this thing, guys? Did was Rebecca Vardy uh, guilty, not guilty, or uh, as as Wayne Rooney, uh, Wayne Rooney's missus, Colleen right. Rooney? I've got one thing to say. Pay up. I've got one thing to say. If you don't want your dirty laundry spread around the internet, don't fucking put it on the internet. Yeah. Simple. You know what I mean? It's like it doesn't even matter. Right, you've got a close-knit group of friends, right, that mm -hmm. you kind of trust with this information, whatever. Yeah. But 
as soon as you put it on the internet, it may mm-hmm. be them. It may not be them. It could be somebody that's hacked their account. Doesn't matter. It's on the internet where anybody with skills can access it. So if you tell one person in person this little dirty little laundry secret and then it gets out there, then clearly it's like, no, you actually told people. But when you put it on the internet, it could be fucking anybody. It could have been her account and, you know, let's say for argument's sake, her teenage son just happened to be on her computer and found out and went, oh, check us out. You know what I mean? Who knows? Yeah, and if you're (laughs) anybody of any kind of level, yeah. Then as soon as you stick anything on the internet, no matter how long for, it grand, gar- almost guaranteed there's going to be somebody out there that's going to have screenshotted it. Yeah, exactly. It's it's like I'd be pretty impressed if, it, if her like her nephew was like, oh, look at this, and then was like, I'm going to sell this to the sun. It's like that logic. Like no matter which YouTube video you ever watch, someone has used it to drown out the noise of them either having a wank or shagging. <laughs> <laughs> Probably. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> it's like um, it's like uh, Darkseid was telling me yesterday that some uh, it was like UN Defense Summit or something like that. They had a Zoom call, right? And some reporter basically crashed the Zoom call because apparently one wow. of the attendees to the defense the UN Defense Summit had basically left the Zoom login details on their Twitter. Now. First, I'm going. Firstly, I'm going. This sounds like propaganda because number one, if this is true, that guy needs to get fucking shot because defense security. And two, who the fuck uses who the fuck uses yeah who the fuck uses Twitter to pass around fucking Zoom passwords? That's just stupid on its face, man. The defense, the the, the people in charge of defense are using Zoom. That's bad enough. Uh, Yeah. They're using Twitter to pass along the Zoom passwords. Exactly. You're like, right, okay. These are the people that the UN has entrusted with the security and defense of the United (laughs) Nations, and they're fucking using Zoom and Twitter to pass around details. It it does sound completely fucking propagandist, but at the same time, you're also like, it doesn't add, add, add. I generally, I'm not surprised by this right now. <laughs> I mean, and yet people, I mean, yet people were surprised that Camelot three three one managed to get into the Zoom calls of GameStop. <laughs> you totally, <laughs> you know what I mean? Like, what the actual fuck, man? Like, so yeah, you put anything on the internet, someone will find it. Well, maybe, <laughs> but just look, unless, 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 it's unless our you channel. want them to. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> oh, it's depressing and funny at the same time. You're welcome. Uh, that's a, that's a double edge that I play. <laughs> some might even call it haunting. Uh, oh, but speaking of haunting, <laughs> that segue's haunting me. <laughs> everyone's favourite uh, spooky ass looking Gabby Hanna uh, has decided to have another bit of a. A meltdown. Just as the internet and people were maybe starting to back off and start to feel sorry for Gabby Hanna. Uh, Gabby Hanna, if you don't know folks, was famous for being a big YouTuber back in the day, uh, but then very much uh, spaghetti and spurging out over the past little while for being bullied, and probably rightfully so, uh, as a lot of her content did seem to be getting suppressed, um, possibly due to the negative nature of a lot of the comments and a lot of the you know, to be honest, the drama. Well, you meant she was rightfully getting bullied. No, 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 no. <laughs> uh, no it's not just for being bullied. But I mean, she touched some. Serious. 
was putting herself out there, putting herself, you know, on the line, so to speak. Um, and had basically mounted a bit of a, a manic defence a few months back, which had a, a huge breakdown on one of our podcasts, which was yelling and screaming about uh, the ages of certain people that were engaging in this um, targeted uh, attack on her. And it did, it, to be fair, it kind of seemed to work because overnight it seemed like the dust had settled and everyone had moved the fuck on and just let Gabby get on with it. Calm before the storm, mate. Uh, yeah, well, <laughs> that was it. Because uh, <laughs> true to her fashion and true to her style, true to her nature, she decided to uh, pick Sorry, well, she'd basically accused one of her one-time friends of putting her through a traumatic event by convincing her that the hotel they were in was haunted. When in actual fact, when you trace back the the series of events, this was over six months ago this happened, but the YouTuber... uh, who she accused of this has only just decided six months later down the line to respond to it in you know 40 50 minute video fashion uh as is the fucking trend took six uh, months to edit it yeah point out the fact that <laughs> to be fact, fair i can't say anything about that <laughs> but, uh, <laughs> but, uh, gabby hannah had basically been hyping herself up uh, and uh, on her timeline, claiming that her hotel room was haunted. Because the <laughs> no, I don't think it's her hotel room. I've <laughs> <laughs> uh, not, not used had an actual hunting experience. Let's not go into that. No, Bad I'd memories. like to talk about on yeah. air. Yeah, I had something in my old level. flat. That's not. Don't See, you I bring that attachment to me or any. That's for another podcast. Let's start a spooky podcast, guys. Okay. Okay. Bruh. No. Oh my god, if, if we're doing a spooky podcast, it has to be a video one. <laughs> yeah. Power of the price compels you. Well, yeah, yeah, yeah that's funny, because I actually had a, a bit of an idea um, for a late night part or whenever I decide to get that back up and running again. But I'll speak to you about that another times. Uh, right, so, where was I? Yes. Long story short, Gabby Hanna had posted on her timeline that the bathtub was haunted in this hotel room. <laughs> Although the hotel room was haunted because of that. She'd been watching uh, Ghostbusters 2 again. Her broski, who's two rooms down uh, in the same hotel, was obviously there with her, making content with her, but he wasn't in the room at the time. Had seen this and went, oh, right, so we're doing a haunted shtick. Lol. And he'd messed up his room, uh, brought her in and pretended like it was haunted and the both of them reacted oh my god oh my god uh, at which point she's sitting on the end of the bed getting you know hyperactive excited about oh my god we're so haunted you know to which she is then you know uh, retroactively made out no i was having a full-blown panic attack and he was actually making my panic attack worse when he's pretty much read uh, some of the DMs and exposed that no, this was just clearly like a planned shtick spiel. But you know, I'm pretty pissed off because you're bringing the haunting dis- community and the disrepute. You're bringing every one of these influencers who've clearly had haunting experiences uh, into disrepute by doing that. And I think they should be ashamed of themselves. Yeah, like everybody, like most of us probably watched the UK's Most Haunted. 
No. Speaking, of, speaking of uh, shows about haunting, uh, on Prime Video at the minute, there's a new show called uh, Truth Seekers. It's Nick Frost. It's so fucking good. I recommend it. Yeah, yeah I've recommend. seen I've seen bits of that. I've skipped to the advert for this guy who's got the bloke in the van with him. Aye. Aye, aye. Simon Pegg's in it too. Yeah, played like a manager type. What I love with that is that Simon Pegg's got off and he's done like Star Trek and Mission Impossible and all the rest of it, but he's still prepared to go and the do boy. wee things like that with his best pal. That's, yeah, I like, like that. Yeah. I like that. That's the whole yeah, the point. Yeah. Bad boy, yeah. eh, or the boys, or whatever it's called. Yeah, bad boy, yeah. yeah. I was a dad. But see, like that—that's—that's that's why you know, in a way, Simon Pegg is actually kind of a bit of a cool guy for being an actor because, like, you become an actor because you love acting. But also, well, let's face it—if you're good enough, the pay's pretty good. So, what do you do with that money? You go and have fun with yeah. your mates and your family. That kind of seems like that's his philosophy of, I made all this money, let's have some more fun with it. Like go and get rented rooms at a haunted hotel. With a haunted bathtub, yeah. of all or things. Your, or if you're Henry Cavill, you built an incredible PC. Mm. Or if you're Michael B. Jordan, you'd just be the sexiest man alive, according to People magazine. And that's well, One of the things I like is, uh, apparently Chris Hemsworth, doesn't live in Hollywood. Apparently, he lives out in the sticks in Australia, and he prefers that because it says it keeps him more realistic. Yeah, I can, yeah, res- I I can respect that. Yeah, uh, fucking yeah. very well. Imagine it does. Yeah. <laughs> we- we've seen what Hollywood does to you know famous people. So yeah, oh, you mean it makes them absolutely liberal and sound like they're disgusting human beings and racist and homophobic, but just absolutely interesting. Did you put the word human being in there? Yeah, that's that's. <laughs> a- Hyperbolic. Well, goodies and lads, I think it's now is as good a time as ever to move swiftly on and out of the realm of uh, the news, formatted news. And, and a fleets. And to uh, f- the, the fleeting moments yes. of the tweeting world. Uh, and it is seamless. Have you got fleets yet? Twitter. <laughs> No, <laughs> yes, that was horrible, and I'm going to tell Manny you done that. Yagi, uh, <laughs> where's the fleets? Why are you saying fleets? Fleets, fleets. fleets. Do you not have you not got fleets yet? Or uh, basically, Twitter's added stories. No, oh, yeah, so oh, fleeting moments. It's not very good. I haven't, I haven't <laughs> tried that because I'm yeah. not a virgin. It's just a way to make your tweets longer, basically. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Oh well. I don't have any I problem. I put one out as a test, and yeah, you can pass the two hundred eight. Yeah, yeah character yeah. limit. <laughs> well, <laughs> I hope they have uh, have an application to uh, instead of changing your tweets to longer, maybe make them a little more funny. Because uh, in VR, funnies are now running around the four seasons total landscaping. Rudy Giuliani's speech is being put to another use. (laughs) (laughs) Do you know what's even funnier about that press conference? Do you know what's right next to that place? Yeah, a A sex shop. Oh, I thought it was totally going to be uh, like that. that, What's the pawn? Oh, what's the, the shitty American show where they literally bet on lots oh. and try and buy lots and stuff? Fucking, uh... Oh, uh, Storage Wars or whatever it's called. That's the one of them. Yeah. Uh, There's also, uh, what was it? 
uh, pawn. You imagine like they open ah, the yeah. shutters and there's just pawn like first. fucking ten bodies just standing there. You open it, they're all no, just staring no, no. at you, you just shut better. it slowly here's, again. Here's what's better, right? They get the locksmith in, he opens up the shutter on the storage locker, and there's 15 identical Rudy Giuliani's all frozen <laughs> in place. Oh, whoa. <laughs> oh slowly melting. Oh. Uh, it's not actually hair dye dripping when, off the side yeah. of his face, it's just when, it's wax. wax. <laughs> when you move, si- when you move <laughs> side to side, the eyes follow you. Because yeah, <laughs> each clone only lasts so long. <laughs> oh god, the, the thing is, needs one Rudy Giuliani it can deal with it. The thing is, can you imagine though, if Trump, if Trump actually saw all those VR furries like they'd be like, I have been accepted by the crown. They love me. Yeah, he touched the pussy because he's moving it like a bitch. <laughs> he, he was sizing it up for a fucking costume. Like, uh, do me a favor, Yagi, and oh, hit me, baby, geez. one more time. <laughs> you baby. I will hit you with a fucking spear. Speaking of spears. <laughs> Uh, nice. Britney Spears loses the court appeal to remove her father from uh, cons- conservatorship, well, which is okay. very sad because you yeah. know free Britney. Yeah, no, th- this, this, I will admit, this, this did kind of bug me when it first came out, because it's like, right, okay, so she went into psychological care um, because of her, well, we'll say breakdown, but it was a bit more complicated than that. So yeah. what was it? Her dad. She yeah. Probably got raised as a child star. Never had actually any semblance. Yeah. Of yeah. Exactly. So. <laughs> all that time, her dad yeah. basically took over power, basically all power of attorney over her, for everything. And now she can't get it back. So basically, she is now practically owned by her father. Like essentially, he owns her estate. He owns the yeah, rights to. Yeah, like, guardian. Like she's a child again. Yeah, yeah th- this sounds a lot like the story of Michael Jackson when he was younger in Jackson Five. Mm-hmm. Like the father owned everything. They got fuck all, really. And it's know? also quite close to how. Um, oh God, I always forget her name because I try and actually get it out of my head. Ta 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 ta, him that 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 that. Kesha. I have to ask you, gentlemen. Mm. When did this I really thought you were missing Honey Boo Boo? Because I was under the impression that Britney's sister owned a bunch of the stuff of the estate while she was being away, being looked after. She may do, but I do believe her sister and their father are actually at odds over this. Mm. He has her conservatorship, uh, which means he kind of controls anything uh, up front, I do believe, Uh, as in her care, as in her expenses. Basically Uh, her entire financial life that's it i mean you could arguably someone could own something else of her estate but if at any given point i would imagine he yeah she deems she wants a chunky or needs a chunky he, he would have the well, capability like, at least yeah to decide what's well being spent britney on, had you know? better hope britney had better hope to hell and high water that we don't end up in a black mirror situation where she re- where her father releases a tiny little britney spears robot <laughs> well, <laughs> let's hope that's not already the case. Yeah. yeah. Well. I mean, I mean, the thing is, right? I'm actually surprised Britney Spears managed to get a lawyer because her father would have been more like, "Oh no, you can't use that money to buy a lawyer." Yeah. Actually, when uh, I knew no. this, I saw the Britney. I saw you guys sort of revving up for Britney Spears, and I thought you were going to talk about the story where she released a Instagram post of her without her makeup on. And people were like, you're not Britney Spears. <laughs> I'm just not wearing the slap. Did you see the, the other one? <laughs> Deal with like, it. 
Someone commented saying, uh, if you're in trouble or in danger and need help, uh, wear a yellow top in your next video. And that comment got a bunch of likes. And then in the next video, she wore a yellow top. Yeah. Oh, God. Yeah. That's hard. I think, honestly, I think at some point people are going to get fed up and just storm uh, our dad's place and just free her. Well, possibly. Um, yeah, but it's uh, one of these awkward situations now where it's like, it's almost like a, for lack of a better term, like a zoo animal in captivity, you know? Basically, you fucking free yeah. her, what's going to happen? She's going to run around the streets when they make up on and shave her fucking head again, you know? I mean, I know it was a long time ago, but he's just creepy, creepy. That's I mean, on a slightly tangent here, but have you ever noticed that when a woman shaves her head, she looks really good, but if a man shaves his head, he either looks really good or looks like a thug. There's yeah, no yeah, I can't deny. Uh, I, look, I look like a, an android convict. So I was going to say, yeah. Brittany will need like what she's gone through at the minute will be really fucking traumatizing. She'll definitely need like professional help. For it. Oh well, the problem and is it's just the hope yeah. that it won't get her back into the situation that she's currently no, in. She will be forever changed from this whole ordeal. Yeah. yeah. Well, there's no real good segues to do it, but let's hope at one point she can be hashtag free to grow some wings and get away. Yeah, tenuous, but we'll go with it. Close enough. Uh, Paul McCartney and Taylor Swift interview each other for Rolling Stone. I can't think of a more thrilling conversation that I would want to have nothing to do with. (laughs) To be fair, that's that's pretty poor show because, I mean, at the end of the day, you're talking about two of the biggest selling artists of all time. Did any of you see Paul McCartney's song in Destiny? Yeah. Paul McCartney's song in Destiny? Yeah, yeah. He he had a song to promo the first Destiny. And then they put it in like a fucking nightclub and type thing in one of the DLCs in Destiny 2. <laughs> Hope to the future. It's fucking incredible. That's Me personally, really I could yeah. give a toss of it these two. I mean, I'd be more interested if they had a lazy Susan that had a bunch of cook a bunch of cheese crackers around the outside of it and one of them was laced uh with strychnine and they just kept on spinning the table. <laughs> oh Christ, Zenblock, you're showing your age there now, dude. Strychnine? Seriously? Strychnine. Man, <laughs> respect. What the fuck is strychnine? Strychnine is uh it's an old chemical that was used for a lot of shit, but it was also highly poisonous to humans. <laughs> they used to use it as well, yeah. The Germans put it in capsules to yeah. bite in their teeth and kill themselves uh, if they were caught so by like, the enemy. Yeah. So like cyanide. Yeah, yeah, yeah. like kinda so yeah. But, like, if you ever read or even watch any of the with Sherlock Holmes, strychnine is usually the poison that they use to kill people. So, there you go. Yeah, that's it. See, so, the, the, the modern day pop culture poison is ricin. There you go. Like, rice nah, gum, I'm did like, you say? What? Rice gum. It's rice gum. Well, that gets them put the rice in on a rice cake. I'll, 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 <laughs> I was going to say, it sounded like something, something fucking, uh, you know, it's like. <laughs> did you say Breaking Bad? Oh, Fuck, damn it. I and something else. I lost a lot of respect for McCartney when he uh, done that song with Kanye and Rihanna. <laughs> I, f- I, don't I don't know, know why. That. Like, I like it. You ever heard this, Zen Bloke? No. Zen Bloke, do yourself a favor, right? If you ever want to have an absolute hate wank, right? Uh, <laughs> just sit <laughs> down. <laughs> <laughs> I choked on my carrot cake, you bastard! <laughs> Appropriate. I, I don't... I, I just... There's something fucking really infuriating about the song. It's a bad song. It's not the worst song. It's a little acoustic McCarty song. It sounds great to start with. And then Kanye starts, you're like, oh, God. Maybe... 
But like, you could probably have passed it off, and then Rihanna gets in on it. And by that point, the, the lyrics have really, you know, you started to disseminate the lyrics in your head, and it is just fucking trash. And it got uh, played to you know death, what? and it was horrible. You know what? Maybe the worst thing ever with Paul McCartney was his horrific performance at the Olympics. Oh, God, I was back. Yeah, Hang on, my child okay. wants me. What, boy? Yeah. you said dick yeah maybe maybe it's uh it was it was dripping with someone trying to be relevant again mm. it was just a really odd like the, the last people i'd be thinking about jamming with paul mccartney Kanye, and rihanna yeah no just, no i, I can't it see it sound yeah. right seeing yeah. it. it i mean if you're gonna go if you're gonna get weird get weird bring in trent reznor yeah, just, you know, like, had he actually collaborated with someone musically oh, you oh, think? Paul McCartney... Have it, just been him and Kanye actually working on a beat. It Paul, might have been something. Paul McCartney least. and System of a Down. That would be so fucked up. Uh, <laughs> Paul McCartney and... Uh, Paul McCartney and Les Claypool. <laughs> Paul McCartney Paul. covers The WAP by Cardi B Oh, oh no. for fuck <laughs> right, We will not Jeez. have any of that filthy talk on this oh, <laughs> Right. More importantly Yangi I do believe you have the next one queued up I think this is the most important one yet More yes. important than anything else we're going to discuss on the uh, podcast Please shout take, it take, take it away EastEnders God. <laughs> I know, honestly, how this keeps appearing on your timeline, dude, because I I'm never stinking. see this. I I'm honestly stinking. never see this on my timeline. I know. I, all the time, just constantly. So we can move on <laughs> swiftly. It's fine. Just try and forget about it, folks. I promise I won't. You can't, because it's always the same picture, the disgusting yeah. look of the phone. Yeah, what is that? <laughs> Come on, BBC, give you the license. Like I said yeah. last time. Is this your dick pic? Priv's a woman and the rest of us are the guy looking at the phone <laughs> as Priv shows us EastEnders. Look how fucking disgusting this is, is EastEnders. This is this podcast. If he's us and Priv's a woman, it's like he's obviously saying, how come you never charge your phone? <laughs> <laughs> Guy's just like, well, you steal all the chargers. <laughs> the next one is most certainly my face uh, reacting to y'all seeing what I've just showed you on the phone as the many memes of Leonardo DiCaprio <laughs> to mark his 46th birthday were rampant. Uh, I don't know what it is about his cheeky wee face, but it just makes us all smile. I saw a meme about him once, right? And it was talking. someone was telling a story about a dream that they had with Leonardo DiCaprio where they asked his... Uh, his zodiac sign, and he was like the Capricorn. And apparently, they laughed so hard that that they woke up, right? And like, yeah, the Capricorn's funny, but he could have just said fucking Leo. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, it's like, is this not the same image you've got uh, as your avatar? That's like Leonardo DiCaprio. Because that, it, yeah, like, yeah, but he's wider, right? Yeah, he's wider. <laughs> totally, he literally <laughs> looks like a fat person, fat person himself. It's hilarious. It's like damn dude. I love it. <laughs> put, put I've seen a weird, really awkward story. There was a TikTok floating a bit viral uh, when it was uh, some last year, like, what was your really weird, awkward beef stories uh, with celebrities? Just random ones. Mm. And you had quite a few just like random people. Hey, Trisha Paytas giving her 40 different kiss and tell stories. Uh, <laughs> of course. There was one where it was a guy, last year, says, my brother's security. 
uh, and he works for the government. And he was literally, uh, it was Colin Powell he was in charge of uh, being security for. And he'd went to some convention with a bunch of celebrities, a bunch of fucking uh, government folk. But there was a specific elevator that was, this is, this elevator is only to be used by government officials and when they're on it, they will be the only one fucking on it. Mm. Uh, it secured that, got Colin Powell in, uh, in, uh, in the elevator and went to go up and apparently somebody swagged up. Uh, tried to get on, and his this last his brother got off this. Excuse me, sir. This uh, elevator's full. Can you please wait for the next one. Um, and the gentleman looked up at him and said, "Do you know who I am?" Uh, and he basically yeeted him off the elevator and told him to get the fuck. Uh, and allegedly, it was Leonardo DiCaprio. Doesn't really <laughs> sound like the Leo that we all hear. In, no, like but again, it would not surprise me. <laughs> uh, yeah, maybe a little bit too much of that uh, meme, meme magic. Like, well, one, of the, one of the one of the one of the one of the oldest tricks in the book for celebrities, though, if they want their own elevator without having to share it with anybody else, for the most part, use the catering elevator. Yeah, some folks don't <laughs> want the elevators; they just want their masters and originals, don't they, Yangi? Uh, yeah. They do. I was I wasn't preparing my insulin. Uh, <laughs> I'm going to I'm going to scoot onto this next one there, right? Because uh, Scooter Braun uh, sells Taylor Swift's Big Machine Masters for the big payday. Haha, <laughs> we're jumping all over all over the world. Is that the right scooter? I don't know. <laughs> it literally sounds like someone's high. This is an AI that's written this. Scooter Braun sells Taylor Swift's Big Machine Masters for Big Payday. So this is another interesting one. We're talking about uh, pop stars kind of being abused and what have you. This is more uh, in, in uh, line with the Kesha story, I think, uh, where essentially Taylor Swift's kind of been held to ransom somewhat over the past couple of years. Mm. Although she's had a big swell in popularity over her recent stuff, her original music uh, has been basically under lock and key, and she hasn't been allowed to do anything with it yeah. um, under basically threat of fucking legal penalty. Yeah. Uh, weird. Because this guy has owned the Masters and hasn't allowed her to do shit. Uh, with those records, this, yeah. is, this is really interesting. One that's popped up recently because Kanye was popping off about this, and then people were calling it Kanye on it because Kanye owns a label where pe- he owns certain uh, artist masters. For people who don't know, in the record industry, you get given a fuck ton of money to go record an album. You go into the studio and spend that money recording that album. The second you recorded that album, you get what's called the master copy, the original one fucking yeah, disc. It's almost like the golden all. disc. Yeah. yeah. Uh, and that is, for all Ted's purposes, the copyrighted thing. Yeah. That is the, the, the is, proof of it, ownership. That is the fucking be all and end all yeah. of your shit. Uh, uh, from that, copies are made, money is made, you get to perform it, da 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 da. But that is all under uh, basically license from whoever owns the fucking yeah. master. You have been paid to produce that by yeah. the studio. 
Exactly. Yeah. Uh, yeah. Interestingly enough, you mentioned um, we mentioned uh, Michael Jackson. Mm-hmm. One of the biggest coups of his career was that he spent the latter half of his career buying up masters, buying up his. He masters. bought a whole bunch of the Beatles, didn't he? Yeah, yeah. Uh, allegedly he bought a bunch of the Beatles stuff, and, and but more interestingly, he was giving people back their masters. That yeah, he was. He was Robin Hood in that shit. Yeah, you know what um, I mean. Little known fact. Uh, so this is this is uh, I can see it's been a bit of a turning point for the music industry. Artists actually starting to you know see their own worth. But as uh, the uh, radio host Charlotte uh, the God pointed out in a podcast, speaking about this exact same issue, is that at the end of the day, when you sign on the dotted line, yeah, you're making a deal with the devil. Yeah. So you best know. Exactly yeah. what that deal is. See, this and if is it's the type of deal you want to make this, because it, it will result in situations yeah, like this. This is why some artists out there save all their best shit for themselves. They make their money off the crap and then yeah. fuck off to the record label and then make the good shit because they've made their yeah, name already. Yeah. It's actually interesting the way the music industry has been working these last few years, especially in the last couple of years. It's mm-hmm gotten to the point where you don't make money from albums you don't make money even from touring you make money from your t-shirts yeah yeah well merchandise wow. has kind of yeah. always been pretty big but yeah it's got bigger last i heard it was now. it was definitely live uh and merch because they were the only places where they weren't you know uh <clears throat> the record label didn't own the masters to your live essentially yeah. to your ability yeah. to perform well look at looking at me yeah uh, because touring costs so much to do yeah. now well looking at me yeah, uh yeah. looking at me like uh asian pop idols that's that's unfortunately how they make their money because they don't get much off of ticket sales but what they do get is a massive amount of people buying a fuck load of merchandise and that's but the, that's what pedals. always comes yeah. back to what I've been arguing and pointing out. The music industry is the slowest to have evolved. Mm. Yes, we went digital, we got Spotify and stuff like that, but your artists are still complaining and coughing and fighting with AIM. Yeah. Uh, yeah. And your YouTube and what have you. Exactly. They the are still technically of like the music has not evolved in any way, shape, or form. Nah. You still get two and a half, three and a half minute songs. Yeah. And they are still hoping to reap the same type of monetary benefits from those things as before. What you mean, like you, like YouTube videos? Yeah, <laughs> it's the same fucking thing. Oh, let's make it five minutes because you're, you're five minutes fucking, is like they, you're gonna get peanuts yeah. from it. Yeah, you know. Um, but it's interesting. Time will tell if anything does. I don't know if any of you guys noticed or heard at all. I think uh, I'll get Yangi to tell you. In fact, no, it's my turn, isn't it? Actually, yeah. yeah. Don't worry, just you keep munching and injecting yourself. Oh, I'm, uh, I'm finished. I'm, 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 I'm back. You've got my... I don't want to know you're finished. finished. That's gross. <laughs> I'll finish you. Wait, no. No, this'll finish me. The PlayStation 5 is launched. Oh, yeah. Uh, just don't call it Hamish. <laughs> <laughs> After seeing some parts of the world receive Sony's new console on November 12th, the UK and Ireland are now among the nations where the PlayStation 5 has launched. Players have a selection of launch games to choose from, including Marvel, Spider-Man, Miles Morales, Devil May Cry 5, and Overcooked, or you can eat Overcooked. Really? Yeah, that was awesome. I know. Like, and for anybody who wants to know and what that feeling is like, what that experience is like, 
please do check out Zenbolt's new video on his channel when he was the first in line, I do believe, as he mentioned earlier, um, to collect that fucking absolute stonky big boy. <laughs> it really is a stonky big boy. You know, it, it's, the, it's the equivalent of somebody with OCD looking at their collection of books and every every fifth page has got a dog ear bend in the corner. <laughs> it's just that, that sort of, yeah, I like this, but there's something wrong with it. Just, There's not uh, much else we can say about it. I mean, you know, that's what it is. I think the, the irony is we all kind of forget. The design isn't boring. Yeah. Give it uh, that. Oh, it's certainly people, interesting. People always rag on this sort of shit at the start, and then eventually, oh, it's the same with PS4 coming out. Everyone's like, ugh, it's not like that. It doesn't really look that good. I like the PS3 better. I like it. It fucking looks way cooler. I like anything now, that sits flat. Like, ugh, ugh, I don't like the PS4. Yeah. I like the PS4. I like that way better. It's the same shit, bro. Yeah. I, I like it. When it gets right, right down to it, the fact of the matter is, it's going to sit under your telly. In your entertainment system, <laughs> yeah. and you're practically never going to see yeah, that. Exactly. I, never, oh, I never look at my PS4. I play it like fuck, exactly. but I barely ever look at it. You know? I only, uh, I only have, I only have two, two choices when it comes to like the design of a console. Can I put it vertically or horizontally? At my choice, depending on my storage space. And two, does it fucking work? That's it. Uh, yeah. <laughs> you know what I mean? Like, I, I hated. You know, I hated the, the the PlayStation Four for not actually having a fucking button. It was just the the pressure sense. The second model had a had a button. Yeah, it was one of the exactly. models that was capacitive. Yeah, exactly. That was it. I didn't like the capacitive one because it was like 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 I've got a fucking Samsung TV oh. sitting here that's all capacitive buttons, and they made like you know the symbols they have for buttons. The screen the screen bounding is black, and the buttons are charcoal grey. Like, who the fuck designed that shit? <laughs> you can't fucking see them, nor can you feel them. <laughs> yeah, so, that's... Yeah, I mean, the amount of tellies nowadays that don't have an on-off switch, and the ones that do, you basically, what you have to do is go either the left-hand side or the right-hand side, put your TV up, put your hand up and underneath, and feel <laughs> along so the edge right. of it, and hope yeah. to hell you feel a tiny little nodule for you to depress. Yeah, exactly. It doesn't take that long to find it on any of my TVs. I know, I don't understand it, Yangi. They're just so offensive, man. You know, they're just, they're just fucking no, just having a go at people. They're just, you know, like, you might as well just start calling folk names for fuck's sake. You're a bum. You're a punk. You're an old slut on junk. Man, huh? you know what? The sake because I'm bisexual, it's I can just really say the original... Yeah. Yeah. I mean, technically he can't say it, but I can We're say We're now banned, you know? we're now banned, yeah. <laughs> you know what, Zenblock, for, for that, I'm giving you a, a slightly late faggot pass. Uh, I'm sorry. Any, I'm sorry. Anybody, anybody in the world can say the word faggot as long as they're referencing the food. Oh, God. You're editing this, hey, No, 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 no. I'm referencing the food. There's a food called faggot. I will only... Quoting. So, <laughs> either way, the original version of the classic Christmas song "Fairy Tale of New York" is not uh, is not banned at the BBC. Do you want to know why it's not banned? I already know this because uh, basically uh, they weren't like, "Oh my God, that'll offend gay people." They just guised it as that because, haha, controversy. It's yeah. just because yeah. the word is now counted as swearing. Good, uh, and. Uh, the BBC has anti-swearing policy, and therefore the song now comes under that. Yeah, but yeah. it's the a BBC, not the, the BBC, place. right? When it comes to the top 100 chart, that I don't know if they still put it out every Sunday, right? But they've did so for many, many years, 
and they pick and choose what they want to play. Because I clearly, clearly remember when Iron Maiden got the Christmas number one with Bring Your Daughter to the Slaughter by Iron Maiden, and they played half of it <laughs> the first week it was at what, number one, and the subsequent week when it was at number one, they didn't play it at all. So the BBC well, are a bunch of picky, choosy, license yeah. fee, Tory ran, scaredy fucktards. <laughs> that, that was a nice rant there. I like that. <laughs> this will make you rant twice as hard. Okay. Up next, it's everyone's favourite. Not to be missed. On screen tech. Hey, Sanders. Man, they're giving they're giving you two now. I don't know where the picture came from. It, picture. At first, I thought it was like fucking it looks uh, like Matt Bomber. I was gonna say, I thought, it's like he's standing there going, "This mirror doesn't work quite right." I thought it was Keanu Reeves about to moan about his dog. <laughs> moan about his dog. I have you know he done a bit more than moan. Uh, well, yeah. actually, it's like yeah. three fucking criminal organisations causing it. <laughs> Well, and for Keanu Reeves, that is that is a moan, you know. Yeah. If he gets really pissed off, you're in trouble. I mean, if yeah. you look at his uh, role in fucking cyberpunk, he's a terrorist that burnt down half a city to make a point, and the other half just for fun. So basically, he's wow. a joker then. Uh, no, he's poli- he's poli- because obviously it's a dystopian future and everything was mega corrupt, you know. Yeah, but yeah, I mean, the, that the, was the Joker's point as well. Is, uh, somebody was explaining it to me that, that, that he genuinely seems to be a reprise of his character in Johnny Mnemonic. Yeah, yeah. The story in Cyberpunk, yeah. not literally the story of Johnny Mnemonic. I don't know when Johnny Mnemonic came out, but Cyberpunk's for the 80s. Yeah, oh, Johnny Mnemonic's for the 80s so as well. So young young. Yeah. Uh, Johnny Mnemonic, brilliant movie. And one of those rare cases where Henry Rollins and mostly black people called John. To work together. Mm-hmm. Like Johnny Silverhand, Johnny Mnemonic, John Wick. Yeah, it's all John. They're all John. Aye. Johnny <laughs> like that, the thing is, like the only thing about Johnny Mnemonic that used to actually make me cringe though was the term wet wire. I don't know John why. John Ted. John Ted. I just looked it up, lad. Nineteen ninety five. Oh well, there we go. Nineteen ninety five. It's not even that old. Are you kidding? Uh, wow. So therefore, Cyberpunk predates Johnny Mnemonic. Wow. Yeah, but also the the general overarching cyberpunk predates most of the Yeah, but I'd say the story yeah. of this they seem to have ripped or at least taken somewhat of the anyway, it doesn't matter. Nothing's new under the sun, bruh. Yeah, especially not the Fresh Prince reunion. What? Oh. <laughs> 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 a weird Fresh okay. Prince reunion okay. party. Okay. Well, yeah. That's gotta be because Uncle Phil is dead. Yeah, yeah. Like, right shame because he'd be like literally the only one missing. But um, yeah, it would be cool to see. I think I don't know. Do you know, Prev, you, you sent you sent me uh, this thingy, so you've you've really just flipped everything upside down. I just cut you off there, didn't I? That's nah. horrible. I do apologise. Nah. Sorry, I got too excited to the second extenders there. It's just you know, <laughs> kind of continuous. <laughs> you're really going to have yeah. Never mind. Anyway. <laughs> <laughs> you were going to say something else, yeah, you? I was, but I'm uh, just going to leave it. <laughs> getting jiggy with it. No one say the entanglement word, I hope. Oh, that's the only thing steer clearly there, isn't it? Uh, well, Yangy, I'll let you have at it at the last one. Just do me a favour. I'll have the last one. Go full R word. Okay. <laughs> this sounds sketchy. 
Is this the thing where they're like, oh, re is an offensive uh, No, no, thing? it's not at no. all. But you never go full R word. I, I don't, I don't have, I don't have the picture. Robert, what did <laughs> I just say? You didn't you send me this one because you just read two out in a row, you dipshit. <laughs> okay, oh, I don't God. talk awkwardly. Send it to Yagi. Yeah. Listen, it would they be a fucking one unmonetizables episode if we didn't have one tiny. Oh, Saya faces black backlash after casting Maddie Ziegler as an autistic teen in the upcoming movie music. Yeah, I I went on a tweet rant about this because uh, people were like, oh my god, she should cast an autistic actor, and as an autistic actor, I have the most relevant take. Mm-hmm. Uh, it's not the worst thing she could have ever done because, like, obviously actors are like, you know, we're, we're meant to research shit and put things into perspective. But a lot of actors don't do their fucking job, and no, a lot of writers I... also don't research things. So if you cast an autistic actor, they can actually help the fucking writers and the yeah. directors and shit make the movie a little bit at more least, accurate and a little bit better. At... And if you don't cast a fucking actor that has experience with the thing, you end up with something like yeah. Split, which sure can be come across as a good movie, but boy, it paints the idea and. It... At the, very, at the very least, hire an autistic person to work with the actor on yeah. a daily mm. basis before the role. You're not going to get a lot of people that are like a Johnny Depp out there who's going to go spend time with the uh, the person subject. or we'll, we'll yeah, say subject, the subject of their, the art um, subject, their right. character. Yeah. yeah. So I, I agree with that to an extent. I liked the argument that was made, I think... Um, Jared Leto, someone had had a go at him for playing a was that was that a bisexual or a gay character? Uh, and his response was, "Well, would you tell a gay character they couldn't play a straight uh, a gay actor yeah, they couldn't?" I play mean, the there yeah. are there are that, that's different to yeah, but <laughs> at, at, the, at the same time though, I can see the arguments on both sides. Like any actor I and actress, should characters. Be, yeah, but that's it. Any actor and actress should be able to play any role that they're capable it's a, of. It's a taste, but, right? Yeah. Well, you're capable uh, of playing uh, a black role. Should you play a black role if you're a white one? Obviously not, because you you don't look the same. Well, what's the <laughs> yeah, well, <laughs> Robert Downey Jr. was playing a white guy who like changed his race. Mm. Yeah, uh, that's a good point. Fucking yeah. the, the the thing is, the sexuality uh, as a bisexual is is like taste basically, right? Yeah. I don't like cheese, but I would still play an actor who a, a character who likes cheese. That's as fucking deep as that goes. Sexuality is nothing extra special or whatever. Well, that's nice. it. You know, but I'm gonna hold you to that. Next time you start flamboyantly flying your flags and all flying the flags, I don't know. I don't know what was coming. Fragrantly flying the flags. What? Maybe before this gets too too out of hand, maybe I should just bring it back down a little bit by going Hoberson. By going what? What? Jeez, Homer Simpson. Fifty-two slices of American cheese. But yeah, <laughs> God, American cheese—it's just yellow plastic. Um, yeah. <laughs> but, I think, like, again, yeah. there's there's a problem with this with the, the backlash cultures, mm. same as the cancel cultures. You know, uh, we haven't seen the movie, we haven't seen the the person in the role. We don't know what the role uh, entails. We don't know how this person is playing that role. This is—I don't think this is going to be a case of Lawnmower Man. No, I don't well, think it's going to be a case of. Simple fucking jack well that was it so, like where on the autistic spectrum are they how f- yeah you know literally the line i was referencing from uh the fucking uh, thunder or whatever um 
Tropic Thunder is are we expecting someone to come in here and go full autistic? Is that what we're going to have? You know? I mean... But by the sheer casting alone, we're now having these conversations, and I don't think they're healthy conversations to be uh, had at the level and volume and backlash yeah. that Twitter claims that it is. Well, that's when a... in all reality, I never seen also, also, there has to be something said for the talent of the actor to be able to portray such a thing. Well, that's I it. mean, when Dustin Hoffman plays the autistic uh-huh. character in Rain Man, he uh-huh. is utterly believable in the role. Yeah. Uh-huh. That's where you believe his acting credentials are solid in this particular aspect. Yeah, I mean, when Keanu Reeves plays any of his roles, you, stri- you purely believe he's Keanu Reeves. Going back to the cyberpunk analogy, Keanu Reeves is a really nice, wholesome, lovable person. Yeah, it's, it's like uh, Tom John, Hanks. Johnny Silverhand is not... Yeah, but Johnny like, Silverhand yeah, is a cunt. Aye. Johnny Matrix was cool. Yeah, but so it, it's, like, it's like Tom Hanks. Tom Hanks is Tom Hanks. Doesn't matter what he's in, he's Tom Hanks. But it's Clown like But yeah, this 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 argument is a it's a it's a bit of an odd one because I don't disagree that in some circumstances, like if you're casting someone of a specific nationality, like like the whole bloody ghost in the shell thing, like no, pick an Asian actress for the main character. That just that was Yeah, weird, that's tricky you know? with Ghost in the Shell because there's someone yeah. that is that dearly loves the Ghost yes, of the Shell franchise exactly. and everything, basically almost everything that Christian Otomo ever put out. Yeah. It's tricky because Otomo himself gave the green light for Johansson. Yeah, yeah. I like, where I like it gets Johansson, tricky, but... Where it gets tricky is that as much as I like Johansson and as much as I believe the concept that mm. it doesn't matter who is actually playing the shell, yeah. Because the character is the ghost inside the yeah, shell. As, which so I can agree the, with. The, but... the major can look like a Western woman. Yeah. Because that could just be the nature of her, of her prosthetic body. Yeah. Exactly. It would be better, I personally believe, for the marketing. And also just because, as much as I like Johansson, I do get a bit bored of seeing her arse. Mm. Um, <laughs> it would have been good if they'd gotten the, that young woman that played um, Eldris Elba's daughter. In Pacific Rim, I think she oh, yeah. would have actually been better yeah, for the role. Yeah, totally. I can see that, and and that that's it. This is the basis of the argument. It's it's not a case of, it's not a case of should we pick this person specifically because of this attribute. It should be a case of like everything else. Should we pick the person who's better for the role, better suited for the role? Yeah. Whether that be well, whether it, that it is yeah. one. Yeah. Well, I think one funny thing with your Hanson though, it is funny to see her get all this sort of. Ex- exposure with the Marvel Cinematic Universe. But you know what the film was that really broke her into the industry? Hmm. We Bought a Zoo. <laughs> really? Yeah. Ruminate on that. <laughs> Ruminate on that. She yeah. basically got her big break with We Bought a Zoo. That's shit. She was way better on the island. And I haven't even seen We Bought a Zoo. Anyway. <laughs> it's actually quite an endearing little movie. But yeah, my, my last my last comment on this is just like every other TV show, movie, whatever, if you've got someone playing military or medical or fire personnel or whatever, they always get a professional in to coach them. Yes. Yeah. So it's like when they make, you know, like whenever they make a Terminator movie, all the cast have to go through firearms training. Yeah, you know but that, that was yeah. a stoner. 
and I think I had to research a bunch of stoners. And when I was a Tory politician, I had to watch a bunch of Tory politicians. That must have been hard for you. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> However, when I was a, a Glaswegian drag queen ancient Greek siren... Um, wow, that's a mix. I didn't really have much to go off of. I can't, I can't really see Glaswegians <laughs> being ancient Greek sirens, but... Uh, yeah, yeah, well, my name was Deborah, and I went around with a high heel all the time. It was great. <laughs> oh, I'm going to Malky you, or I'm going to day in the arse with a goat. There you go. Well, in Glasgow, <laughs> that could be the same thing. Oh, God. <laughs> Depends and how you say it. That, uh, <laughs> philosophically and mythologically troubling note. You want a Malky. <laughs> uh, how long have we been going? Because it's fucking 24. Yeah, a bumper episode to make up for yeah, the lack of... Yeah. This has exactly. been one of our best in ages, lads. Yeah, I and we've enjoyed, I've really enjoyed this one. Well, I don't the, think the, it was a Fock Omnibus, right? So, you know. Yeah. Fock Omnibus. Oh my god. <laughs> oh, there, we've, got, we've got a title now. <laughs> it was our Fockle Point. Fockle Point. <laughs> oh, no, for fuck. God. Yeah. Oh, fuck off. <laughs> oh my god. Oh god, for fuck's sake. <laughs> <laughs> You're a bit late. <laughs> <laughs> is it just finished? Yeah, right <laughs> then, my man. <laughs> we'll still be hanging around, though, man. I'm more welcome to kick it. But games and lights, guys and balls. Uh, once again, if you've made it this far, we much appreciate it. And let us know if you exist, okay? I'm not out here for shares <laughs> and likes and comments and bullshit. Just review some kind of review or a comment somewhere. Let us know you're you're still uh, uh, hashtag us, I exist okay? too. Yeah. That's uh, uh, tweet any one of us and give us a review of what you thought of this comment that we do. Comment who you think the biggest cunt is. No, that's because Manny will get that. Your content is shite. Volvo for sale. The only way you can only type Yagi so many times. Right, so (laughs) Gary's Leds, once again, uh, it's been a couple of weeks, but uh, we do appreciate your patience. And in the meantime, if you want to see the full audio visual experience, you can do so over at patreon.com forward slash Falk Chronicles. My name has been Captain Privilege. Uh, it has been a privilege to once again have the show with Grandmaster Tech, Yang Young, uh, Zen Bloke, and Corey, my dog. Please do check out Zen Bloke's YouTube channel. Uh, check out Yangi's uh, illustrious articles on the Twitters. Uh, but in the meantime, uh, this has been the Unmonetizables. And uh, catch you all next time. Peace wow, out. no dank uh, outro. I kind of like that. Uh, I'm spent. I'm spent. It's been a long time. Don't say you're spent.